0: Hi, this is Better Read Than Dead. I am Megan. I'm Tristan. I'm Katie. And today we are talking about Dracula. It's going to be amazing. Katie is gonna do our synopsis and tell us a little bit about the Gothic novel. But before we do that, I'm we're all gonna talk about why we wanted to read Dracula. So I wanted to read it because I have never read it before and I feel very bad about that. But I can excuse that by saying I don't know anything about Victorian novels anyway, so it's not so bad. I watched Nosferatu and I watched the uh, Coppola Dracula, which is a remarkably faithful adaptation, which is nuts. And then a bunch of German Expressionism, and it was crazy. And I lost my mind. I thought that this was going to be like different, kind of sexy. Like it's, it's, um, gross and it cares about people's bodies but i didn't find i wasn't like oh i gotta reread chapter like i didn't reread anything for its sexiness and like i wanted to read it so i could have some like occult teenager credibility and also like i have started it 10 times and not finished it not even gotten through the first 50 pages because harker's such a fucking dweeb <laughs> but once i got through that i loved this book i loved it it's amazing
1: yeah, he is such a fucking dweeb. It's like one of the saddest things in this book that he doesn't die. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, so I, uh, I, uh, sorry, spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> no, I also had not read uh, Dracula before, and I've had some some pretty intense nerd guilt uh, for about fifteen years over it because I was supposed to read it um, in college, but the class was at nine a.m. and and I didn't. And so you know, sorry, Professor Auerbach. Uh, but now I can I can absolve myself of that. Also, though, you know, it's just I kind of knew that it was just such a seething pit of late Victorian xenophobic and racist panic about foreigners, uh, about sexuality, about technology, about women, ab- about modernity, about really everything. Uh, I You know, it's just it's written for a reading public that that it thinks is terrified of everything. Right at the zenith of the British Empire, and just a little bit before the European bourgeoisie and aristocracy would conspire to slaughter like 20 million people in the First World War. So, you know, I I wanted to read it because I I think it does uh, tell us a lot about that moment. And, you know, let's be honest, a lot of that uh, shit hasn't really gone anywhere. But at the same time, I very much agree with with Megan. Um, You know, it's also amazing. Um, It's fun, weird, spooky, trashy, and and just deeply fucked up all at the same time.
2: I like it. I like it. I sort of have a more... Personal reasons um for wanting to read Dracula. Um it's on brand for me. I love to be goth. I love to shop at Hot Topic. I love to buy statues of pewter dragons because I think they're really badass. I love Game of Thrones, but I the only problem that I see with it is that it isn't violent enough. I love the kind of haunted houses where there's like a bunch of raw meat and people throw <laughs> up. I guess you could say that I'm just not like uh other girls. uh yeah Um, um dracula also like fucking rules he sleeps in a coffin obviously he has cool powers he lives in a castle he does whatever he wants uh he has these three boob lady companions who are awesome he's also very thin which i admire he likes to trick dipshits blood is cool and there's this other character in the novel uh renfield who we'll get into and I remember him from the first reading. He's, like, the only thing I remember um, because all he does the entire time mostly is, like, eat a shitload of bugs. Um, so there's, like, one point where he does the condo method of tidying to his cell by eating everything that no longer sparks joy for him. And that's, um, unfortunately, his collection of
0: spiders. And he eats all the bird birdies at some point, too, right? He, he, eats, a, he eats a bird. He eats a bird. And the like
2: reason they – the live bird and the reason is maybe several and the reason that they know he's eaten the bird is because he like he's like puffing feathers out like feathers (laughs) and blood um yeah he's cool i like him
0: and uh today we're gonna talk about race and empire we have questions about the gothic and what the genre means we have questions about the um dom and sub relationships that really characterize this creepy ass book Uh, We want to talk about corpse anxiety and Victorian bodies. We want to talk about the criminal. And of course, we have to talk about the worst men and the catalog of everyone's worst (laughs) ex-boyfriends.
3: Yay!
0: So Katie, will you just sort of tell us about the context of this novel? Yes, I would be thrilled. So one way we can, I
2: mean, we can understand this novel in a lot of different ways. um, But one way we can understand it is through genre. Um, So through the gothic genre. And what's going on there is usually you have a heroine, um, it's usually a woman, and she has this very classic uh, enlightenment rationality type relation to evidence in the world. And so um, what that means is that when we're trying to figure out what counts as evidence, um, so this follows from John Locke's uh, 1689 essay concerning human understanding. Um, the way that you learn everything is by sensation, reflection. And so that's like pretty much it for this gothic heroine. Um, She gets put into like a perilous situation. It's usually something in a castle with a rapist Italian count. (laughs) And so her job the whole time is to use her mind and her senses and figure out what's real and what's not real and how she can get herself out of the pickle that she is in. And most of the time, these novels like the classic 18th century and Radcliffe gothic it's not actually something supernatural that's putting the heroine in danger it's like not a legit ghost except for this one uh famous gothic no it's not famous it's 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 unusual let's right. say where the the thing that's going on is that a giant knight's helmet squishes people
0: like falls off of the
2: No, Uh, no, it like
1: materializes out of air and just like this like 20 foot wide knight's helmet just squishes people.
0: And that's supposed to be scary.
1: Terrifying.
0: Oh, sure. That sounds not hilarious at all. (laughs) There's nothing funny about that. So is there other historical shit on the Gothic that we should know?
2: Yeah. um, So you can also understand the Gothic as an aesthetic category um, in addition to like an epistemological category. So the way that you do that most basically is to look at Edmund Burke's treatise on the beautiful and the sublime. And that's from 1757. And so what he's doing there is he's setting up these two opposed aesthetic categories. And the beautiful is boring, so you don't really need to know that much about it. (laughs) Um, But the sublime is cool and it's gothic. And so what the sublime is, is pretty much like anything jagged, dark, incomplete, vast, cavernous. If you need some help remembering this, it's anything sharp or a vagina. And <laughs> um, when, when you read a Gothic novel, you will have to hear about a lot about fog and how pointy the castle is for like 15 pages. And you can thank Edmund Burke for that. It, the thing that people say about it or the, like, the most famous thing about the sublime is that it produces this falling inward, quote unquote, that's a combination of like terror and pleasure. So it's this very horny genre.
3: Um,
2: That's the reason why teens get kicked out of movie theaters for cutting holes in the bottom of popcorn and putting their boners in it during scary movies.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, wait, people. Okay, I'm not even going to ask if people do that because just because I haven't experienced something doesn't mean it's not real. So this is like I think I've asked you this before, but now I'm going to do my C20 sort of dumb dummy stuff. But like so Rosemary's Baby is a gothic work. Oh, yes. All babies are gothic works. All babies are gothic works. But like the scary old castle and like that she actually behaves totally rationally and turns from one institution to another. And I know it ends differently than, you know, it, it is a legit baddie in the sense that it's like the patriarchy that lives inside of your body. But that's like we still the genre is still is with us in some ways.
2: Totally. Yeah. And the genre still holds even if there is something supernatural going on. So you can so there is like supernatural stuff going on in Dracula, but that and that's okay. It can still be it can still be gothic. It's just this sort of like classic understanding of a gothic novel, though the the birth of the tradition. It just typically wasn't anything magical.
0: Okay. And so this is like but this is such a late version too, right? Like this is after we have the conventions and it sort of becomes something
2: yeah, this is super. Yeah, this is super late. So like a hundred years, we've got like a, over a hundred years before you've got like the birth of the Gothic.
0: Okay.
1: Right. Yeah. And and uh and it, yeah. It's, so at some point, it, it transitions into something more like modern horror. Right. That that is not. Out, I mean, it is out of the that kind of 18th century tradition, but it's also something very different.
0: Right. I mean, that's at least how I sort of read Dracula as being right. something that's sort of like. It's not not of its moment of course like it's super super soaked in its own Victorian ness. Mm. Right. But you know there's a reason that somebody like Murnau picks it up, right? Because it like it has 20th century resonances too. It mm. leans forward.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Who's picking it up? Uh FW Murnau in Nosferatu. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I can't believe I made a reference that you guys don't know that was about <laughs> no, I, stuff.
1: I I I watched Nosferatu last night. It's actually it's very good.
0: It's very good. It's it,
1: much better than the Bela Lugosi like super campy night. What's that? Nineteen thirty one or something? The Hollywood movie. Right. I think. Yeah.
0: Nosferatu's twenty seven, and Luke Lugosi's thirty. Like I they're right next to each other now. Th- uh,
1: uh, uh, Nosferatu's twenty two. So, but not. Jesus but not, Christ. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, there's also an episode of Spongebob Squarepants,
2: where um, Nosferatu <laughs> is the villain of the episode. Um, and it's really
3: funny.
0: <laughs> and of course, the classic Treehouse of Horror, we really have to sort of give full weight to that incredibly memorable version. Yes. That I could not read this book and not think about the super Someone's fun going happy slide. Yeah. Hang on. Right. Okay. So it's like also sometimes the gossip is part of our daily lives. So like, Katie, you have a thing about that, right? Oh, do I ever?
2: Um, So I took this, <laughs> I took this Gothic novel class in college um, and I was really into it when I was taking it. And, uh, and when, as this was going on, um, I decided I would go home for the weekend with one of my friends. Uh, so we're like, so I, I lived like an hour away from uh, Rutgers where I went to school. And um, so we stop at a diner before uh, we get on the road And I had some like it's New Jersey, right? Like a diner is just like twice
0: a day, three times a day, four or five
3: at least.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I eat like a hobbit. I have like first lunch, second (laughs) lunch, third lunch. So I have like so I eat this potato thing. Um, and I also have a history of like eating weird bullshit at diners. I would like order oatmeal, and it would take six hours to cook, and like everybody (laughs) hated me.
1: No no one has ever ordered that here before, right?
0: (laughs) Yep, I live to hear that. Oh, you're the poutine girl at a diner in New Jersey. I sure am.
2: So, so I get this potato thing, and we get on the road, and I realize that like I am absolutely going to shit my pants. There's no question about it, and it's happening in Domino's pizza time. I have 30 minutes or less. Like this is the end, and so I am like, okay, we need to find a rest stop now, and it's it is dark. Things are getting very gothic, and so I pull off. And I'm, like, at this point, I'm, like, trying so desperately not to shit all over my car, <laughs> like, shit my face because, like, um, and so, so when I get i so I'm, I'm, like, pulling off the road, and I get lost around this. Mental hospital, and it is like 10 p.m., and there is nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. <laughs> I, I'm in deep trouble. And so I, my my friend is in the car, and I'm driving, and I'm going around, like circling the grounds of this mental hospital, <laughs> screaming, "We're in a gothic novel. We're in a gothic novel." <laughs>
0: um, but the it, heroine can't a- figure out where to shit. <laughs> she did though I found her <laughs> good was this the, wow. your same jeep it was yes
2: yes okay. it was like yeah it was a it was a in a jeep liberty and i i felt free to do everything in that car except shit my pants
0: <laughs> well i've well, like thrown up in the backseat of that car so i just <laughs> i'm just saying it's like a spoiled vehicle and i apologize
2: it's okay <laughs> it's good it's not the it's not the worst thing that happened in that car yeah.
0: i mean that's i'm happy and sad to hear that <laughs> um okay so tell us what tell us what happens in the book okay well so we're all on the same page
2: you two have teed me up for this um how much johnson harker sucks he's like the oh, main guy awful. he's the main guy oh, <laughs> yeah he, he's a he's positively the worst so we open on him and he is immediately charming the reader by like fussing about all the food's too salty and the trains are off schedule
0: this is like a lot of <laughs> Like, the talk about paprika that happens in the first 20 pages of this book uh, was astonishing. Yeah. It is yeah.
2: outstanding. He's
0: fully food blogging at the beginning of the, the,
1: beginning of the book. <laughs> Except, like, your lamest friend who, like, won't eat anything right. that isn't beige but wants to run a food blog. Why
0: don't you have pork chops in your yeah. restaurant, yeah. D? So, so our favorite
2: um our favorite wasp food blogger uh goes to Transylvania for business reasons. And he gets trapped in Dracula's castle, and despite being a total dipshit, he manages to escape. To this woman he's he winds up getting married to named Mina. Um she's very smart, but she is uh hindered by her passion for administrative assisting and mediocre men.
3: <laughs> um
2: so, Of course, like, after the escape, Dracula still shows up in England to do vampire shit to Mina's cooler, sluttier friend, Lucy. Uh, Before Lucy gets turned into a vampire, uh, the boys, who her milkshake brings to the yard, try to save her with a series of mildly erotic blood transfusions. They
0: all uh, propose to her in one day, and this is, like, the most exciting part of the first half of the novel is that she gets three proposals from these three different, like, worst ex-boyfriends ever
2: they they absolutely rule they're so good (laughs) they are so the three guys who propose to her and then we've got van helsing who comes to try to save her um he'll be he's the last guy um so number one we have lucy's boring irrelevant
0: fiance arthur okay please let's do called him lord godalming yes (laughs) yeah he's a lord katie lord
1: lord art Lord, lord, <laughs> lord god damn it it's a lord
0: like scott disick
3: um oh, yep
2: yep the lord we have dr john seward he is in charge of a lunatic asylum so lucy nicknames him lunatic asylum man um
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's a straight so, shooter that lucy i dig yeah. her
2: I love her. So after after she turns him down, he exacerbates the mental illness of one of his patients, Renfield, the bug eater, for totally scientific reasons that are un- absolutely unrelated to his sadness boners. Renfield again eats a shitload of bugs and uh, begs lunatic asylum man for a cat so that he can eat it. Um, he is literally Alf and being <laughs> controlled by Dracula. It turns out.
0: He uh, only numbers- wants to eat the cat because the cat <laughs> ate the birds and the birds ate the spiders and the spiders ate the fly. Totally reasonable. I totally get it, reasonable. <laughs> just intensity of life forms get just all packed into a cat. Forget, forget <laughs> I ever said anything about it. Doug. <laughs> this is fine. It's, it's not at all Alf. It's some other weird Gwyneth Paltrow life absorption project. Yeah. Thank you, doctor. <laughs> Third
2: is our favorite guy. Quincy P. Morris of Quincy. He rolls. He is a hilarious Texan. Uh, at one point, he chews tobacco in a tomb because he can't smoke. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, he is like every guy from rural Pennsylvania who just like can't stop dipping even yeah. at a funeral.
0: Yeah, uh, I assume that's true. I don't know. It is yeah, tobacco. it's
1: it's tr- it's true. Yeah, it's, it's true.
0: Tell us Delaware.
2: R-
1: no, I mean, rural Pennsylvania, and rural <laughs> Delaware, are like the same place. It's totally it's totally fucking true.
2: It absolutely is. We don't say anything that's not true on this on this pod. No, never, never. 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 Number four, we have Van Helsing. He is maybe my favorite guy. After Quincy, obviously. Hmm. Um, he's also cool. Uh, he can do hypnosis, he knows a, like, a lot about vampires. He's also mildly insane. He's pretty much like if the finding bigfoot cryptid hunter guys were eccentric Dutch doctors who nonchalantly cut the heads off corpses. Yeah. So we have this like merry band of merry band of guys, um, the 19th century seal team six, and they go Dracula hunting with Mina, who has also at this point been bitten. She's like very chill about it because she's like kind of a cool gamer girl. And they bring a lot of penises. I mean, guns and swords and knives
0: and they kill Dracula at the end. And she has to bring along her extremely exciting typewriter because of her boner for administrative duties. She does love typewriters. She, she has a road typewriter. Didn't even know that was a thing in 1897.
1: Uh, we should also note that she is a, in her words, direct quote, a train fiend, which <laughs> means that she has memorized the time schedules of every train on the European continent, as as one does. As one does, yeah. right?
0: I mean, I think that she might be a tiny bit bored being married to.
1: Yeah, good point, John Marker. Yeah.
0: Well, this is the thing. She is the train fiend, and she—the reason why she memorizes the schedules is
2: so it can be more convenient for him. When she's right. not like, oh, that's like, true. She, she also literally talks about how she wants to copy down every word he says. She's like learning shorthand. She can copy down the words of the boringest man on the planet. Yes. Yep.
0: And thank God she puts her her epic book in the safe, or else all of this would have been forever lost. Okay, how do these dumb shits not figure out that this is a vampire until we're like? eight tenths of the way through this novel.
1: Right, and... Even like once they know that, like there's all that, that like, um you know, when, when Mina is uh, like, it's, it's clear that Mina has been bitten, but like, there's all the, and, and they know Dracula, they know what Dracula is. um And they're like, Oh, like, yeah, she, you know, she like, she's sleeping a lot. I wonder what that's about, but there's like, no, there's always, or, or that, or like that you know, they um like Lucy has been, has been, has been killed by Dracula. They know that they've seen it happen. And yet they're still like, okay, well, we're going to leave her in the house all by herself all night and it'll be fine. And then act just shocked when they come back the next morning and like more bad shits happen.
0: And that her mom keeps opening a window, like just to make sure that everything is totally fine. And it's like, you guys have invited him in the, 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 your goose is cooked. Like you can't invite it's too late. It's too late. Yep. And, but also this is like well maybe we don't figure it out earlier because jonathan is too goddamn stupid but he like spends the whole first part of the novel being like for whatever reason this guy can climb down a wall like a lizard right, and, right. and that it doesn't occur to him like well maybe there's something special going on there right well his <laughs> this is actually hilarious so he
2: sees dracula like go out of his window and like climb down the like scale down the castle wall like a lizard and so he goes, Okay, well, like if Dracula can do it, surely I can I do it.
3: Surely
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah. goes out of the window and like sneaks into Dracula's like room. He's hunting around for him. He finally finds him in his tomb, like full of blood. And he sees a shovel and he's like, I'm gonna solve this problem right now by just like bashing his face. Yeah, I'm going to fix it
0: here. <laughs> Just gong this guy in the head. And that like barely even compares to the scene. I don't know, remember if it happens earlier or later where he's like, Dracula says don't go into these, the locked rooms. And he's like, fuck that. I think I'm going to do what I want. And then he goes into one of the locked rooms and he goes, you know what? I feel like this is the place to take a nap.
3: Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: Dracula also said specifically, like, don't go to sleep anywhere.
2: Right.
3: Don't yeah, go to sleep yeah. anywhere. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> don't like j- go taking... Boredom naps in strange rooms because we know that he has these like three women with their tits out who are going to come like feed off of off of Harker all the way out. And right. you see, um, he still doesn't say these are vampires, even though they're like we don't get right. that word right. Well, even after they eat a baby out of a sack, right? It's like, <laughs> seems right. like they're just sexy to me.
3: Right. <laughs> right, right, right.
0: It's not like he brought a baby. Dracula brought a baby home for everybody and there's got to be some, there's got to be some like great, there's got to be some good explanation for this. (laughs) Look, you can't
2: eat a baby in class unless you bring one for everyone. (laughs)
1: Right. Yeah. So I, I I wonder that, 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 that like that, that sort of perpetual, like kind of refusal to believe even once it's been like empirically established that like, yeah, vampires are real. This is one. He's got these, these, these three, boob ladies right like (laughs) that that uh vampires that are going to eat that if you go to sleep in the wrong part of the the, uh, castle you're you're going to um you know you're going to get eaten that there's still like there's like this this like or commitment to like the rational which like is always operative even when like it's clear that that doesn't work to explain what's happening and is Um, that the
0: gothic thing like that is that the trope that we're looking for is the sort of like the degree of reason that they're exercising uh, that's a good
2: that's like a really good question because in some instances it's like so i'm thinking of this one thing because it, it can hardly call it reason uh there's like this this one moment where um he's he's shaving and of course like dracula it's dracula is just like classic dracula everything you <laughs> yeah. think you know about right. dracula yeah. like it's exactly as he doesn't it appear
0: be. in the mirror is this the yeah. moment yeah
2: yes he doesn't appear in the mirror and so like harker is shaving and he cuts himself and dracula like flips a nut doesn't appear in the mirror and then grabs his mirror and tosses it out the window while like having a full
0: (laughs) tilt five alarm (laughs) meltdown and harker's like big takeaway is like well how am i supposed to shave now right Right.
1: exactly yeah yeah
0: and like who are you shaving for motherfucker like you're just in a castle with this guy yeah the boob ladies
1: yeah yeah the boob boob ladies right yeah yeah, right. Like he, but the the fact that he that the 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 count has not cast a reflection. That's like, oh, that's kind of spooky. But it's been like, oh man, I can't shave without my mirror. <laughs> like, yeah, my yeah.
0: one mirror. But no, he figures it out. Let's remember that he's like the bottom of the bucket or whatever mm-hmm. is shiny. <laughs> but they're just like, and, and so they're just like. Uh, harker winds up besting
2: dracula which is just uh, unimaginably ridiculous.
1: yeah i I think what happens is that he's uh you know initially he he's just gonna sign the real estate contract and send him on his way but he's like oh this dude sucks so bad he's gonna be super fun to fuck with so instead i'm gonna imprison him for like a month
0: yeah i feel like that's i mean and also we know he's gonna have like fainting spells and be even more awful after that right
2: yeah he doesn't recover well he doesn't bounce back
0: no Okay, so let's talk about the sort of... Katie, you call this the sub-dom shit of the novel? <laughs>
2: it's just... It's so, like, to me, it's just, like, so, um, like, classic. Like, it's very... It's a very gothic, but it's also just, uh, like, an anno- you're, like your annoying friend who writes erotica. Like, that's what <laughs> the blue ladies are like. You know, like, that's what they're like. They're just, like, so... I mean, there's just something about it that's so, like, awkward um about the like set about the like sexual element of it which is also like (sighs) partly why all of the guys are um like freaking out when when the texting guy like touches his belt and about his knives and like all this stuff there's there's something about it that's very like it's very it's very trashy and awkward and i was just thinking about when i was reading i was thinking about there is a truly an ask a manager column where this person writes it in because she's trying to figure out what to do about her coworker who is like introduces her boyfriend as her master and l- wants to wear a dog collar everywhere. <laughs> and like how do you so like how do you interact not awkwardly with that person? Right, and yeah. the novel is like sort of like that, which is just like how do you interact non-awkwardly with this like sexual element that's so um ungainly or something it's just weird
1: right and like so the, the the dom sub stuff being part of the vampire mythology like again like i get i mean that that's like i mean most 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 vampire uh, novels literature that i could think of um you know play with that explicitly but like it actually it goes beyond this this like there's that one i think it might be about quincy and i forget the character who says that but he's just kind of like this take charge texan and they're like oh like sometimes like in a group of friends there's just one who you just have to do whatever <laughs> he says and it's so like so it's like so like it it gets out of the like the you know the 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 blood psyche like vampire thing to really sort of like color the entire way the novel like understand sociality and like friendship
0: well and all the dudes have they except for jonathan who we know is like our beta right oh (laughs) yeah oh yeah the most beta yeah that all the other dudes are like I have money, but I'm a doctor. But I'm from Texas. Right. But I have guns. And right. then Jonathan, of course, at some point gets like a big fat fucking knife that we mention every two and a half pages. Yes, because it's very important that we talk about his giant knife. Yeah, no,
1: no overcompensation happening whatsoever.
0: <laughs> and so all the other dudes are like whipping it out over what they find fancy about themselves. And of course, like I mean, I don't know about 1897 readers, but I'm just like, if you're a lord, you have. Ugh, you're the worst god those guys i love when they break into a house because he's like excuse me do you know who i am and, yeah, he, oh, and the totally. cop is like no but you seem fancy yeah you do <laughs> this just
2: now I'll just explain so much about, about men to me.
3: Yes,
2: it's like every man has this story about like, yeah, I was at like, I was at Boy Scouts. When we wandered away from the, from the camp counselor and all, we made a fire and like all of a sudden uh, like our cool friend told us to, so we were all just like jerking off and we never talked about it. But
1: that's what also like that. So this reminds me too of that, uh, something that, that, that you had mentioned Katie at in the, in the, in your synopsis, the, uh, the 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 weird way in which like the blood transfusions are eroticized, yeah. you know. Again, I understand like the 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 blood sucking part of the the vampire mythos. I like I understand the you know how that is eroticized. Never once like thought how oh at like so blood transfusions are also really sexy and horny. Like it's it, it's it's so weird. <laughs>
0: I think it's like more <clears throat> horny than the blood sucking. Oh part. no,
1: totally. Oh yeah, yeah, and just yeah. So I mean, so when when Lucy has been. Ah, uh, bitten when she's when she's she's dying, you know she. And tries. he comes
0: to back to bite her every night, yes. right? Like that's so, why the the wounds keep getting reopened.
1: So each of the four male characters provide a, like a blood transfusion at various points, uh, even though they have no idea what blood type is because that doesn't exist yet.
0: No, but also like they're dudes, and so they can just do like obviously she's just like a receptacle for dudes, you know, universal blood.
1: Yeah, right, exactly. Um, do and, and, they go
0: in order of like the most? brute like Burly no they don't really no. It's like uh now I'm trying to remember <laughs> they, go ahead
1: they start with I think they start with art because he yes. he's gonna be oh, a husband her, so her a yeah. that but but yeah, yeah but and, but then all of them make reference to like that well so now it's like we're actually married because you have my blood and and, and I think that van how Yes, yeah, so like, I think, doesn't Van yeah, Helsing yeah, no. call yes. himself like a bigamist in yes. one yes. point? Yes,
2: yeah. he has this long monologue about, about like he starts cracking up after she dies,
1: yeah. and he's like,
2: oh, <laughs> right. you, nothing you can do when like King Laugh comes upon you. Um, right. like, yeah, <laughs> and he's like the 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 like, the like biggest dom of all is King Laugh, and like, he's like, oh, what can you do? Like, you have to crack up, you know? Um, but they also, they all spend a lot of time like whining about it, like, oh, you got to put more in <laughs> yeah, it." than yeah, right. <laughs> It's, it's, uh, so funny. Yeah,
1: it's so fucking creepy that
2: <laughs> it's just like well what's the 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 mr lunatic asylum man is the one who Rental? complains about it the most yeah. no
0: oh, no j- the doctor john.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah i refuse to remember his john
3: name uh,
0: oh you mean because he names one person john and one person jonathan in a completely normal way of naming people in a book it's
1: victorian england There are like three names I, do
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. There's like, if there's, well, there's two Quincy's in this book, which leads it's me to believe it housing. might have some incest
3: in undertone.
0: Okay, sorry. So like, Art has to go first because he's her husband, and then we have to go through all the other dudes, except again, like, except for Harker, because he's a beta.
1: Well, they keep, right. Well, he's, Harker's not there yet, right? Harker's still trying to make it. I think he's in that Hungarian, like, sanatorium yes, at that he's, point. He's
0: like, right. Um, yeah, with like- the with the nuns is it a yes
1: yes yeah. yes yeah harker is still traumatized from from dracula and he's not in the picture yet. yeah so it's art for and, and then in turn each of them uh the others and they it it, it it has to be each of them because they keep leaving lucy like by herself completely unprotected so dracula keeps coming like they they fill her up uh <laughs> <laughs> and then Dracula comes and like, oh, shit, are we got to we got what But I already gave too much blood. Now it's your turn. Um, Yeah.
0: OK, so the first one, this is the Oxford and I have page 121. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just it's John Seward's voice. And we should. OK, pause. I'm just pausing here to note that this is like sort of an epistolary novel, but also sort of like, forgive me, multimedia novel, because yeah. some of it's on phonograph and some of it's in letters and some of it is Mina typing it up. Yeah. Some of it's a journal, yeah, um, some of it's telegraph.
1: and, and it, it's really into the way that technology allows it to like sort of expand the, that that genre.
0: right. and then and there's a point we noted we were talking about this before where Seward can't take he can't record his diary on his phonograph right right, right. I mean, and he's, he's a shithead about it he's yeah. like i can't believe i have to write with my hand yeah come on sir you
1: be a bitch <laughs> he's like, he, I, it, yeah it's so much more convenient to carry around the like what it must have be like 40 pounds worth of photograph equipment and wax cylinders right and the wax just, cylinders
0: which are extremely like, fragile
1: like God, everyone in this novel sucks <laughs>
0: sorry for my like little <laughs> moment of realism okay so uh this is van helsing and we're just gonna flag how he he his accent because wow
1: are, are you gonna do the, the accent? no i'm not gonna
0: do the fucking accent from from the netherlands i like don't yeah. even is that a French or german or like it's all these accents young miss is bad very bad he's talking dark she wants blood and blood she must she must have or die my friend john and i have consulted also he refers to everybody as my friend yeah. which is for some reason, hilarious to me. Friend John, friend Art. And we are about to perform what we call transfusion of blood to transfer from full veins of one to the empty veins which pine for him. Huh? John was to give his blood as he is the more young and strong than me. Here Arthur took my hand and wrung it hard in silence. But now you are here, you are more good than us, older young, who toil much in the world of thought. Our nerves are not so calm and our blood not so bright than yours. Arthur turned to him and said, if you only knew how gladly I would die for her, you would understand. He stopped with a sort of choke in his voice. Good boy, said Van Helsing. In the not so far off, you will be happy that you have done all for her you love. Come now and be silent. You shall kiss her once before it is done, and then. but then you must go. You must leave at my sign. Say no word to madame. You know how it is with her. There must be no shock. Any knowledge of this would be one. Come. And so this is this is where he says... To John, sorry, to Art before he uh, sticks a, you know, pipette in him or whatever. Mm. He is so young and strong and of blood so pure that we need not defibrinate it. Because obviously that <laughs> is for pussies. <laughs> it's totally fine. Get a little dirt in it. It's good for the immune system. It's good yeah. for your immune system. But it's just such a like, let me tell you about how like virile your blood is yeah. before we put it into your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this the MRA thing where they're like you can't jerk off because it's gonna make you weak? <laughs> Absolutely. That's Proud proud, that proud Boys.
3: <laughs> this yeah, is like yeah, right. It's yeah, like Proud yeah. Boy shit
0: where they're just like, you have to abstain, you can't watch porn yeah, right. because it's gonna make yeah. it's gonna make you weaker. And so he's like all full of Aristo blood. Right. And that's yeah. it's like young and bright, I yeah. think is what he says. Yeah. These are these are shame boys though. They <laughs> are shame boys. I mean, art I think is less shamey than some though because because no, he doesn't say he doesn't say anything right. he just cries right. a little well, bit
1: also art, oh you
0: mean cries the whole novel <laughs>
2: he mostly cries he it's does mostly
1: crying but also like art is the aristocrat so he has centuries of being able to do whatever the fuck he True. Yeah. And, and also centuries of inbreeding that are perpetually like eating away at his mind so he's just to the point where he's just a blob uh but but it's the it's the bougie assholes who have to be super like like you know protestant work ethic right kind of shame right
0: and i mean like the bougie the bougie assholes here are like jonathan and john right because like Mm -hmm. dr lawyer right right (laughs) right i think that's (laughs) true because it's like you gotta have a doctor and a lawyer right in your book like (laughs) what's the what's the marriageable who are the marriageable types
1: yeah doctor lawyer,
0: cowboy we got a
2: cowboy here too Cowboy, my favorite (laughs) Oh, he, he's my favorite part is when he never does this again, but there's one part when he's proposing, he goes like, Lucy, I know I'm not fit to regulate the fixings of your shoes.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. It's awesome. Like Quincy's great. I mean, he sucks, but he's also great. No, he's
0: he's like, Like, also out of all of those dudes. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know why Lucy marries art, but. For her reasons, not I for don't reasons. You don't. <laughs> so,
2: I would pick Mister
0: Lunatic Asylum Man, Don,
1: the, the the eugenicist. <laughs> John.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> the eugenicist. who's like, thank God we have euthanasia, so we can yeah. knock off this bitch as soon as she starts yeah. to get too annoying.
1: Euthanasia is a oh, beautiful yeah. and comforting word, I believe is the quote. <laughs> <laughs>
2: totally is. Oh, this is this is a side. This is a total side note, but. <laughs> When I was in ninth grade, one of my friends did a project on euthanasia and he, like, dressed up as a doctor. Um,
0: and <laughs> like really euthanasia confused. in the sense of human beings?
2: Yes. like, you, like Yeah, like, you, you know, like euthanasia. Right to die stuff? Yes, totally. And so, but, but during the entire project, I thought that his project was on youth in Asia. Oh, I didn't okay. Know why he was
0: dressed up like a doctor?
3: Because <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't
0: figure out why, like, the Japanese school children, like, when that story was going to show up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is to do with youth in Asia? <laughs> I think it's an F. Uh, yeah, that is very much an F. Oh, man. Okay. So, uh, why so mad, Eastern European? Why so mad at paprika? yeah Jonathan Harker you stick up your butt it, the the
1: Ding dong! <clears throat> Megan's not joking about the paprika. I am not shit. at all. Joking like, about it's paprika. like this is the very so first good. page of the novel. This is Jonathan Dumbass Harker. Uh, Here I stopped for the night at the Hotel Royale. Really creative name. Right. Um, I I had for dinner, or rather supper, a chicken done up some way with red pepper, which was very good. But thirsty. Um, me- memento, get, get recipe for Mina. Uh, so he so he likes it, but he's also kind of freaked out by it. And, and then uh, and then like yeah, I like the next page, he's talking about like. Uh, this other meal he just he had to drink so much water like yeah he's awful
2: he also between talking about the paprika he's reminding you every 10 seconds that he has a girlfriend oh absolutely yes yes
1: yes. Um, because
0: she's the coolest girlfriend in this book remember like everybody Mm -hmm. doesn't have the balls to propose to her because they just love her because she's all of their like mommy and typist and she's you know she can handle a knife
1: right yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh, but but something you said like so yeah I, I I like one of the most kind of interesting things to me in terms of like the window it gives you into kind of late Victorian, uh, uh imperial culture. Is, uh, it is that the kind of panic about otherness and race. Um, and I Megan, you're like, it's it is interesting that it is in it's in Eastern Europe, which we would not think of as, you know, in Scarecrow, the Orient like that. Right. right? Um, but um, I do think like if you like the way Saeed tracks Orientalism, like that actually does start um, a lot closer to uh to to Western Europe than we would typically take it as being. And uh Eastern Europe, which is kind of, you know, in, in the in the 18th, 19th century, the the boundary point between uh the kind of the, the Christian West and the Ottoman Empire, oh. it does get folded in. So like it is it, like it, it's part of Europe. Um and I think you know it's 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 weird that it would be thought of as as not. But I definitely think it for for Stoker and his audience, it is the other and it is part of this big like fabulously defined East that is associated with the Ottoman Empire that's associated with otherness and all these, um, ways that are, uh, are like register as, as, as foreign and troubling
0: And also like warmongering, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Do, isn't that part of that too? That it's yeah. like, we think, uh, not, not we, because our sort of like contemporary understanding of how national, nationality operates is quite different from this, mm-hmm. but that Hungarians or Romanians are thought of as tribal or something, right?
1: Right, yeah. Yeah, that's right.
0: Very clumsy about the waist. <laughs> yeah. <which>
1: he says. <laughs> they're clumsy yeah. about the waist. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they wear... Their shirts are too big.
0: Oh, right. Out. They all wear... And giant hats, I think, um, is like another yeah. problem that he has with them. Yeah, and, and also... They're- they all wear jinko jeans,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know. uh,
0: but they look, you know, they look hale and Hardy, or however yeah. he wants to think of them, because he's like a shriveled, shriveled ass lawyer.
1: This
2: mm-hmm. um, <laughs> one, so the California raisins.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I think there are a lot of kind of historic, like British and English anxieties about that that um, that area of the world. Um, one is that you know, like you go way back and I mean actually still in the nineteenth century there was this was slightly operative, just all kinds of panics over the Protestant Catholic divide. Then once you're in Eastern Europe
0: Oh, but what about the fucking Orthodox Yeah,
1: once you're in Eastern Europe, that's that's a whole I mean that that is like that is so beyond like Catholic that it's like, it, it's like, I think hard to eat for, it would be hard for like some arch Protestant, uh, in Victoria, they to, to even reconcile with their account of, of, of themselves. But then, yeah, that you this is also an area that is either under Ottoman control or under, uh, Russian control, uh, or under like Austro-Hungarian control, all like three big empires that, you know, Britain is the global hegemon at this point, but that, represents some kind of threat to that sort of stability.
0: Right. I mean, and this sort of makes me think about the thing that I am interested in. I hope I can convince both of you to be interested in it too, which is this sort of late Victorian obsessive interest in the, the corpse, like for lack of a better turn of phrase, because the, the notion of something like, Oh, we can make cremation legal is part of a sense that like, um, Well, you know, fuck Catholics anyway, because like Protestants for the most mainline Protestants in the UK at that point were pretty much like fine. It didn't occur to them that that would be an anti-religious gesture. But that's not true for Catholics. Right. 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 It's actually not true for religious Jews either. But I don't think that that's part of the conflict in that no. part of the world at that moment that it's like it doesn't trouble them to be anti-semitic no
1: no well and uh, and anti-semitism too. like we should note that a lot of the oh yeah there's a lot of which, Jew shit yeah here. and it's like and totally. dra- the dracula is not not described as jewish but like a lot of the like that like the vampires eating the children of the villagers yep. like it's like it's blood libel stuff Um, and it's it is it is straight out and, and i think that in in ways that um, w- would sort of make sense historically within that kind of anti-Semitic, racist discourse. The way in which, like Easterners get, like Easterners and East, like Eastern Jews get kind of lumped into the same sort of category,
0: right? And I think that's also like it lines up historically with the pogrom, yes, in yeah. uh, in Russia. And so there's a ton of like European anti-Jewish fervor in that moment, but it takes really different forms. Like it is really scary and violent in the east which of course somebody in england is like wait it wouldn't actually be like a conflict within that country it would just be like let's just mush them all together in one category right
1: exactly um can uh, actually could i read a passage uh where dracula is kind of giving his sort of like family history
0: oh yeah where we where he talks about fighting the turks (laughs) yeah not he personally but well maybe he personally because he's been alive for 600 years
1: yeah uh yes right uh, yeah, so visa cycle like, oh, no, I'm not gonna do these <laughs> um Are
0: you gonna do it as the Sesame Street Yes, the Cal, the Cal totally. Yes.
1: I, I, I watch a lot of the the Cal these days, having a having a, a small child at home. Uh like all oh, actually this this novel like really gives me a better uh, window into, into yeah, the council. Yes, psyche. of course. Uh, so, yeah. So, we says Eccles, I'm sorry if I'm butchering these, uh, these uh, Eastern European uh, names, <clears throat> have a right to be proud, for in our veins flows the blood of many brave races who fought as the lion fights for lordship. Here in the whirlpool of European races, the Ugric tribes bore down from Iceland uh, the the fighting spirit which Thor and Woden gave them, uh, (laughs) which their berserkers displayed to such fell intent on the seaboards of Europe, I, and of Asia and Africa, too, till the peoples thought that the werewolves themselves had come. Here, too, when they came, they found the Huns whose warlike fury had swept the earth like a living flame till the dying peoples held that in their veins ran the blood of those old witches uh, who expelled from Scythia. Uh, had mated with the devils of the desert. Fools, fools, what devil or what witch was ever so great as Attila, whose blood is in these <laughs> veins? He held up his arms. Is it a wonder that we were a conquering race, that we were proud that when the Magyar, the Lombard, the Avar, the Bulgar, or the Turk poured his thousands on our frontiers, we drove them back? Is it strange that when Arpad, when his legion swept through the Hungarian fatherland, he found us here when he reached the frontier? Uh, that the Honfoglalas uh, <laughs> was completed there. And when the Hungarian flood swept eastward, the Szecals, uh were claimed as kindred by the victorious Magyars and to us for centuries was trusted the guardian of the frontier of Turkey land. Um, and, and it, it which it just goes on um, forever
0: but, and ever. And in a way
1: that I don't know if we're supposed to think like, wow, that likes that's some like impressive, like super honorable shit or really kind of troubling um
0: i mean i think that like forgive me because this is this is very much like this is half faked but okay so we think of the english aristocracy as having their own family trees of like and then you know count bennett married his first cousin of the royal line of whatever so they do that whole recitation thing and other things but it's never about who. Sliced off the other person's head, right? Like, it's never about like violent warmongering.
1: Right. No. Or, or yeah, right. Because it's that, that. That that is so far in like in in the 19th century and 18th and 19th century sort of British national imagining that is so far in the past. Right. Because, you know, Britain is a place of modernity. Um, and so, like, yeah, sure. Like you go back to the the uh, like the Norman era. There was that. But that's like a thousand years ago. We certainly don't talk about that. Whereas for for Dracula, it's like, uh, you know, he's talking about stuff that's hundreds of years in the past, but it's like for him, it is like the historical present that he represents. And it's non
0: embarrassing to talk about like the Huns, whereas like it would be embarrassing to to talk about if if you were sort of like of that aristocratic lineage, it would be Mm -hmm. embarrassing to talk about like who stabbed who, whereas it's completely non embarrassing to talk about the people, you know, who are in India right now.
3: Right. Right.
0: This is yeah, well this is not like the Hatfields and the McCoys. Like this is like high
2: <laughs> it drama is but, Quincy,
0: sorry, no I'm kidding.
2: Well yeah, he is the Hatfield. But this is also so it's like it's partially um it's partially Mambo number five too though. Like just, he's a just list? Like, he's just like yes, he's listing. He's like making a huge list. And so like there's something to it that it's just, it's the proliferation of stuff. Like, it's just like, I like blood. I like races. <laughs> Those are my two <laughs> main interests. And just talk about like, cause like it. Because, like, it's just like, the, it, it functions like equivalently in that paragraph. Like, blood just keeps getting repeated, repeated, repeated. Yes. Right. So there's yep. something about it that's like, oh, these races are also just like some kind of, they're not exact they're meant to be understood as distinct but they're also not i think
0: right right i mean i think that they're only supposed to like stand in as bigger ideas right so they're they stand in for like blood group they stand in for tribe they stand in for like war entity but not no you're totally right but like not for specific they're not made to seem specific in the way that they're like except for I will just know I have not read the word berserker so many times in one week as I read this in my no, whole life no. as I read this week. And every time I read it, I said it out loud.
1: Yeah. And and also yeah. that just made me think too of the like that, you know, sort of proto fascism happening in Britain at the same time as certainly as it's happening in Central Europe. Yeah. Really a lot of a lot of Norse Norse mythology oh, weird, yeah. weirdly coming at you. You, you know? have
0: to have Thor and Odin yeah. like make a cute appearance there. Mm-hmm. There was something else I, sorry no I'm lost. Well, there's one point where Quincy gets referred to as a moral Viking which is hilarious too
1: yeah that's right yes <laughs> yeah okay but of okay, course yeah. like
0: he's but he is the sort of like man manliness of men right mm-hmm.
1: yeah. and so
0: what's the story with like that you would look at the American as being your sort of like manliest of men besides the fact that he is just a straight- up import from like an like an American West penny dreadful. From that period, right? Like, they just import a cowboy. Well, What's Helsing he doing has a theory there?
2: Van Helsing has a theory about this.
0: Okay. And it, about and I, it being in the
2: book? It has to do with, like, honestly, it has to do with the Monroe Doctrine in some oh, way. Oh,
1: yeah. right. But Yes. Yeah. That, well, right. And, uh, oh, yeah, we should find that passage. Because, yeah, because, like... I, if I remember correctly, what Van Helsing's saying is that essentially, like, uh, like looking to like America as this as the ascendant power, yeah. Um, although, like, via the cowboy type, which like you would, and one that's that's kind of weird in like 1897, because like you know the, the British Empire at that point doesn't look like it's going anywhere, right? Right, like so so that um, what but, are you
0: what are you underselling the Spanish American War, as right? Being like right, yeah, <laughs> the exactly. dominant conflict of our history,
1: exactly. Um, but and but you, then you would think that the idea that the Britain was going to be supplanted would be like some source of anxiety, but it doesn't seem like it is actually. He said, "Like I think we're kind of into Quincy, right?" Like, oh,
0: I i love quincy well I,
1: I don't mean us but i mean i think the novel is like I, oh yeah, to, no to
0: the to novel quincy, is yeah. totally up his butt yeah. too but i also think that van helsing has his own relationship to these things because True. he's like neutral central yeah. european like that's right he's yeah. truly the most neutral right like he has yeah. to be dutch so yeah. except for the whole like he loves to cut off a head and he loves to bring it up in weird moments <laughs> He, he lo- he's like i gotta take that bitch's head i'm so sorry <laughs> He asks so politely if he can cut off her head. He does, but it's like completely a bit, right? Like that is that is a funny moment where he's yeah. like, because of the king, because of King laugh.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, he's he's all yeah. He's, he's really soft selling on uh, cutting off. He's head, right? super like, soft selling him on like, like sound. He's like, okay, so so we're we're gonna break into the tomb and in inquis- arts like what? No, okay, I'm with you. He's like, okay, okay, and then we're gonna open the coffin. Like, no, you can't. Okay, I get it. <laughs> And then we're just, we're gonna cut off her head, just a little bit, just a little <laughs> bit. No, no. I'm sorry. We're totally gonna cut off her fucking head, and, and by that point, because it's such a great sale art's Like, yeah, okay, I
0: guess. <laughs> and, and we have to stab her in the chest with, like, I swear to God, this stake is three feet long.
1: Yeah, right,
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, it's an enormous it. thing, and of course, now I'm like, how do I visualize it? Like, does he stand on her coffin and yeah. stab her in the chest? Also, he has a cool ass hammer that he has yeah. to do that with. Yeah, that's totally true. Well, yep. also,
1: like, something they were like, I fight. It's sort of like amazing and like really weird about that scene right is they stab her through the heart uh you know all, all of that kind of like phallic anxiety is out there for it. right but then and she, we, they, we see her turn back into like uh you know the, the the corpse that she's supposed to be right
0: and she's in her like her virgin shroud or however we want to think about that yeah
1: yes like art i think kisses the corpse yep, uh he does and yet still then they have to cut off her head right right totally like, yes. like, yes. like why to like you why did I, the state did its job like what the hell are you because doing Because we
0: don't know the rules yet these people haven't <laughs> seen the lugosi and they haven't seen twilight and they haven't seen like uh what Buffy the Vampire Slayer they don't know the rules so they have to they have to establish them
2: well you can never be too safe you I can think. never
0: be too safe about reanimate reanimated corpses <laughs>
2: The thing that I also just love about Van Helsing too in this moment is like he's like very like he's being very cautious. But anytime Lucy is like she's passed out or like whatever, he's like he is like the the like the dictator of like, oh, yeah, it's OK. Like now you can totally go up and honk her boob a little bit.
3: <laughs> like before,
2: like, no, don't
0: do it. Like right. now it's
2: like, he, he's like the gatekeeper. I think
0: he's supposed to also be like I he's he's supposed to be like less anxious and less Victorian, but not like lacks and you know what i'm saying like we're supposed to accept that like oh well he's like not as much of a square right no
3: right, right. He's yeah.
0: cool. so let's talk about that part near the end where he says where all of a sudden we get the appearance of like what of criminals this is only there this only appears late right like this isn't a whole thing that i missed through the first 280 nope. pages nope.
1: sure
3: didn't
0: nope Yep,
1: yep. Yeah. All of a sudden Dracula has child brain, which like, where did that come from? Mm-hmm.
0: I'm trying to figure out what to read because like the note that I have in my book is he has 100% lost his mind. Okay. So I, I like, I don't know what to read um, because there's so fucking much here about what the, t- have you ever studied the philosophy of crime and Okay, I'm going to give this a whirl. I might go like way overboard, but he talks about how the count, the other of his race in a later age, brought his forces over the great river into Turkey land, who, when he was beaten back, came again and again and again, though he had to come alone from the bloody field where his troops were being slaughtered, since he knew that he alone could ultimately triumph. What does this tell us? Not much. No, the count's child thought, see nothing. Therefore he speak so free your man thought see nothing. My man thought see nothing till just now. No, but there comes another word from someone who speak without thought because she too know not what it mean, what it might mean just as there are elements which rest yet when in see now his, now his uh, vocabulary is cleared up when yet when in nature's course, they move on their way and they touch then poof. And there comes a flash of light heavens wide that blind and kill and destroy some, but that show up all earth below for leagues and leagues. And then he goes into this like very long thing about crime where he says the criminal always work at one crime. That is the true criminal who seems (laughs) predestinate to crime and who will of none other. The criminal has not full man brain. He is clever and cunning and resourceful. But he be not of man's stature as to brain. He be of child brain in much. Now, this criminal of ours, meaning the count, is predestinate to crime. Also, he too have child brain and it is of the child to do what he have done is it like is that like what the fuck where does this come from i just
1: want to underscore your point this is totally unannounced nowhere else in the book have you got this idea that the count is supposed to be like a criminal type well a criminal type or certainly that that a criminal type that's linked to like this underdeveloped psyche like the count's fucking brilliant he's got like 600 years of history at at his at his fingertips he's orchestrated this weird real estate transaction not knowing anything about like
0: how dare you he have not manned Break.
3: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> no like van helsing just totally loses all of his chill at that at that <laughs> moment also i think the Cal- or van helsing becomes borat or something like right it's <laughs> <Borat-y laughs>
2: yeah, moment fully yeah no but here's, here's here's what here's what i think about here's my theory of the cat of the count uh van helsing's accent when he gets excited all the blood rushes to his boner and he, he just can't. <laughs> <laughs> but
3: it happens in the middle of
0: that paragraph yeah well you know life
2: comes at you fast yeah
0: (laughs) so but what is like is that i don't under i really don't understand what's doing there like i don't understand what novel i'm in
2: okay i have a i have a theory that this is like what all of the um the the racism about trains is like leading up to
3: okay (laughs) like actually
2: we're like that the the trains in
0: china don't run on time
2: Uh, yes and also the like all the men are from mars women are from venus shit okay like that's all about typing everything and so is this like this is like the big lead up is like to the
3: criminal type i think
0: i
2: mean Mm -hmm.
3: that
0: that makes sense to me i just think that it's like this is the kind of thing that if we were in a writing workshop with him, would be like, I understand that that connection is, but it's kind of tenuous, and like you need to tell us that criminal right. type is one of the types that we're working with. Right? Here. Yeah. Well,
1: I and mean, that, but that does, uh, act, like, I, I agree very much with um, Katie what you just said, like that that this idea, this idea that like if you can just like taxonomize fully enough, you will not only be able to like get some kind of coherent picture of. Of of your society, this like troubledly modern society, but you'll also be able to identify like the problem spots. And yeah. there's there's a lot of Victorian literature about like the criminal, like the yeah, like the criminal. Oh, minds, they are like, obsessed with it. Um. So, it, but it, it's weird that like suddenly the count becomes a vector for that rather than these like national, you know, these like kind of national racist like anxieties. But but uh, Katie, I, I like the point that you just made that that's like. That um, that it become it, it's it, it, it's more coherent if it's all this project of like taxonomizing to gain some mm-hmm. sort of stability.
0: Right. And typologizing is being like really essential to this work, which I think, again, is like, yeah. of course, I'm joking where I'm like, we need a doctor and a lawyer and, an Ameri- right. and a cowboy. But like we kind of do. Right. Or else it doesn't feel like a team that has to solve the problem of yeah. like a weird national threat. Right. Yes.
2: Well, it's also like, okay, so Renfield,
0: like first he catches flies. Then we he all know. Yes. I know we're not allowed to bring up the movies. Tom Waits in the movie. Yeah.
1: I, I got to see. I got to see the Coppola. amazing.
0: Just the best. Keanu. Well, yeah. I mean, in a way, Jonathan Harker deserves no better than Keanu. Right. <laughs> Or when uh, I was watching it, my partner came in and he's like, IS, second wave Keanu between the much more bearable, funny Keanu and the action movie Keanu. Okay, so Katie, I think you have our sort of closing questions. So what are we What are we talking about here at the end? Do I have your closing questions? Your closing questions
2: are a BuzzFeed quiz. Uh, which Dracula character are you? Oh, God. Uh,
0: which yeah. which shitty ex-boyfriend which I, shitty ex-boyfriend are you
1: i am fucking terrified i'm gonna wind up as like harker or or seward or something okay let's do it
2: okay so scary gird your loins <laughs> get your katana out your knife all right your <clears clears throat> gun my bowie get it knife all out. bowie knife yeah mm-hmm. okay so it's 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 a mere five question quiz
3: <laughs> okay okay
2: <laughs> okay question one How can people tell you're alive? A, the gentle heaving of your bosom. B, you are bitching racistly about how the trains are late. (laughs) C, they can't. D, you shot a gun through a window at bats. (laughs) E, your Dutch accent becomes more pronounced sometimes than others. A. Gentle heaving of your bosom.
1: This is tough. I'm going to say... E yep. because I do when I get ranty <laughs> or when I've had too much to drink, I do. Oh that mid coastal accent. Yeah. What what yeah.
0: Constance. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, like Katie doesn't <laughs> also have a Philly accent. So, <laughs> me? Me
1: <laughs> just in
0: moments of weakness.
1: Substitute Eastern Shore for Dutch and I mean
2: <laughs> moments of strength that's when I have it.
0: <laughs> okay. that's right. Uh number two.
2: What do you do? when a man talks a (laughs) copy down every word they say (laughs) b take off your belt (laughs) c cry d shoot a gun through a window at back (laughs) or e talk over him screaming about the science of gigantic spiders and how we are overrun with dracula's
0: oh e obviously
1: yeah yeah
2: Okay. You're both eight. I think okay.
0: so, yeah. I like, I like the idea of shooting a gun. I just I know, am like I... very, very personally attached to bats, which I think of as being my familiars. And so I'm just not going to be shooting at bats. Can I be shooting at, at any other animal that appears in this work? <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> we'll have to ask the good
2: people at BuzzFeed. Okay. Oh, okay. Right.
0: If I can shoot at horses, <laughs> <laughs> If you want shoot at horses, you do yeah, you.
2: Horses
1: are trash. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> We, I, this, well, I just
0: this don't is, hold them as, in high regard because for, they're not pollinators
1: yeah, i yeah i i agree for a future episode we like i, I i'm not a fan of horses
0: okay i, I am perfectly know. fine yeah. with like with a horse an anti-horse position yeah. Yeah. oh so the the
2: oh so we have all the bojack fans against us and the horse girls the, horse, the horsey girls
0: are pissed already yeah they're tristan they're
2: more pissed than you are
0: yeah They're they're more pissed than the Jane Arts are going to be in two weeks. Okay, question three. What do you do in a tomb? A,
2: I am far too busy copying things down with my phonograph to venture into tombs. (laughs) B, ask if you can cut the corpse's head off. C, (laughs) cry. (laughs) D, take off your belt. (laughs) Or E, shoot a gun through a window at Bat's. (laughs)
1: Oh man. I'm
0: gonna take off my belt.
1: Yeah. I I, I I've got I've gonna shoot a gun here. Um just because I, why am I in the fucking tomb in the first place? It's like just envisioning me being in that scenario is so nonsensical that I'm gonna go for the most nonsensical thing I could do. So E.
0: I like
2: it. Okay. Great. We're really moving along. Just two more questions. How what would your beloved describe about how you propose to them? <laughs> a. You were playing with a lancet, quote, in a way that made them positively scream.
3: <laughs>
2: B, your 10 gallon hat, spittoon, and badge that says sheriff. C, the setting. You did it at the Olive Garden because there's a ton of garlic there. And when you're here, your family. <laughs> D, almost nothing. Or E, not
1: applicable. I'm going to go with C because I did not propose at the Olive Garden. <laughs> But my wife and my first date was at the Olive Garden. No,
0: it was not. It was really. it was
1: in Wilmington, Delaware. Where do you want Where do you want us to go? <laughs> oh,
0: so I should not talk about how on my first date we went to a bar called Valentine's in Portland, and because Aaron knows the lead singer of Spoon, he brought us our cocktails.
2: I'm gonna fart into the microphone right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is like this is the this is the dead truth. Uh, what was D? I feel like I wrote down D, and now I don't remember what it is. Almost nothing was what was not- compelled what you. What would your beloved describe about the way you proposed
2: to them? Oh yeah, that's how it went. Almost nothing, and we have Olive Garden from you. Olive
1: Garden, yeah. <laughs> Olive Garden. They got they got the new the, the giant Italian food menu. They it's the same menu except everything's giant now. Like the, there's like a basketball. I swear to God, there's a fucking like basketball sized meatball. Like they don't. It's 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 far scarier than ever. I live it, in right? Chicago.
0: I haven't been to the Olive Garden in like 30 years. <laughs> Go to the Olive Garden.
2: Go to Chili's. Go anywhere.
0: That's mm-hmm. true. Chili's is, is markedly better.
2: Okay. So here's the last question.
0: If you're ready for it.
2: What is your dream job? A. Executive assistant to a guy who tries to tell you how good men are from Mars, women are from <laughs> Venus is every time you run into him in the coffee room. B. Full time non profit UFO researcher, <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: C rodeo clown, D who cares, <laughs> E also who cares,
1: uh, who
0: cares, D and D,
1: yeah,
2: DD, okay, okay, I gotta do the calculations. Ready, beep, boop, boop, pop, right. pop, <laughs> <boop, boop. laughs> okay, <laughs>
1: okay, okay. Here.
2: Tristan. You are Van
1: Helsing. Doy. Yes. Doy. Fuck yes. All right. I'm out,
0: guys. That's <laughs> the end
2: of the show. <laughs> and Megan, I regret to inform you that you're
0: Mina. Oh, okay. God damn it. I was so anxious about that. Well, there's my, there goes my, well, I actually was a bookkeeper, so maybe I should just cling to that. Right, me- hey, were, you,
2: were you copying all this down, by the way, Megan? Because how else are we going to distribute it?
0: How else are we going to distribute the knowledge of what a BuzzFeed quiz no, results are? Entire- I thought you were copying down everything we said. I was this whole time. Oh. oh no, I legitimately was copying down our answers. It's true. Oh, God. Okay, well, I think I just boxed myself into that one. <laughs> you're I mean, the worst. I love your build speed quiz, but I hate you. That's okay. I
1: mean, I'm. I. I really came out well for this, so I think this was a beautiful idea. We should I feel do like. like every this week.
0: Is, yeah, this is the last time that you're going to be coming out looking the best <laughs> out of all the characters and anything. <laughs> I'm Anthony Hopkins. Um, okay, cool. So uh, on the next episode, we are talking about The Sun Also Rises, I Can't Wait, and Phantom Dongs. Um, We have the Scarlet Letter in front of us. We have Pride and Prejudice on deck, which, you know, shots fired already. Um, you can find the show on Twitter at better red pod and email us at better red podcast at gmail.com. But only if you want to guess the three things we've mentioned on the show that Tristan has never heard of um, previous things. We've mentioned that Tristan has never heard of include subscription boxes and the actor Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find Tristan on Twitter at TJ Schweiger. You can find Katie at Katie Crywo, And you can find me at Tesla Our theme song is Love Bronstein by the Redskins and our logo was created by Jane Bonsack of JB Design and Content.